An Associated Press headline states, As elites arrive in Davos, conspiracy theories thrive online. Are the claims that the World Economic Forum's meeting in Davos, Switzerland, is an effort to drive us into a socialistic world government, is that just a theory? Well, we'll analyze this question on this edition of The End Time Show. The World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland is occurring this week. And the liberal news media would like you to believe the reports of these globalist elites attending this meeting to push their globalist world government agenda and the socialist takeover of the economies of the world is just a hoax. But the question is, is it? Does the World Economic Forum have any influence on global affairs? We're going to get deep off into this today. And I want to explain to you about the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, Davos, Switzerland, and everything that's going on. But do they have influence? A lot of people think, well, that's just a meeting in Davos, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum. They don't really have any influence over the world. Oh, really? Back on February 8th, 2022, almost a year ago now, the World Economic Forum published an article in their global health section. Gas stoves might even be worse for health and planet than we thought. That was a year ago. In the article, they said clean energy provision is one of the United Nations' key sustainable development goals for 2030. It's telling you what their agenda is right there. But then it says, but without significant policy intervention, the number of people lacking access to such fuels is unlikely to change significantly in the next few years. Now, that was a year ago, folks. Now, most of you will remember, though, that last week, an agency commissioner with the U.S. Consumer Product and Safety Commission, the CPSC, told Bloomberg that a ban on gas stoves in homes is on the table, citing the appliances linked to serious health conditions such as respiratory illnesses, cancer, and childhood asthma. And they said that this is a hidden hazard. Commissioner Richard Trumka Jr. told Bloomberg, products that can't be made safe can be banned. The World Economic Forum put out an article on possibly banning gas stoves a year ago. So, you think they don't have any influence on what happens in the world, even here in the United States? But, I want to answer the question for you. What is the real goal of Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum meetings in Davos, Switzerland? and as the World Economic Forum as a whole. Once you answer that question, then you know why are these elites flying there to have these private meetings. 
You can't just show up and knock on the door and say, hey, can I be a part of this? Doesn't work like that. And what are all these meetings about? What's the World Economic Forum about? Who's Klaus Schwab? What's he all about? Well, the entire meeting and the World Economic Forum is designed to push the world into a socialistic economy and a, the socialistic takeover of the world. That's the goal. I'm going to prove that to you as we go through here and show you that it's very prophetic. The Fraser Institute published an article, Stakeholder Capitalism and ESG, The Road to Socialism. Stakeholder capitalism, remember that term because Klaus Schwab, this is the principal driver behind the World Economic Forum is moving the world onto stakeholder capitalism. And I'm going to show you a video in just a moment where Klaus Schwab is telling you exactly what he's most proud of in all of the 50 plus years of the World Economic Forum. It's moving the world towards stakeholder capitalism. But the Fraser Institute says stakeholder capitalism and its cousin ESG or environmental, social and governance that these two related movements that diminish economic freedom, the key to prosperity, and push us closer towards a new brand of socialism. Now you understand we've talked recently, I've had some different interviews and different things about the socialistic takeover of the world and the United States is the last great holdout. Well the World Economic Forum is working with socialists and communists here in America to try to get America to turn completely red and I'm not talking Republican. I'm talking about communistic. The Communist Party USA has been here since 1919, folks. So these people are working right along with them to push these socialistic, uh, this socialistic agenda. The definitions of these two terms, stakeholder capitalism and ESG, they're, they're fluid by design. You can't say, well, the definition is one sentence. doesn't work like that. They're kind of vague and just kind of, you know, fluid by design. But broadly speaking, according to stakeholder capitalism, businesses should not purely focus on maximizing returns for the owners and the investors or shareholders, but rather use the resources of companies to solve social problems for the greater good, thus maximizing benefits to various stakeholders i.e. their employees, customers, suppliers, communities, countries, governments. It's all a soft sell on socialism. That's what's happening here. You want to know the driver behind this Davos meeting and all the talk on human-induced global warming which leads to climate change, which is an absolute hoax. But yet they've got to get you scared enough to where you would be willing to yield up your sovereignty in the name of security and say yes, implement socialism here in America. That's what they want us to get to, folks. Why do you think Joe Biden is weakening America, weakening America? Because he's a globalist. He believes in a world governing body and the United States has been the last great holdout from all of this. So he's got to weaken America so we cannot impede their evil plans. That's, in essence, that's what's going on with all of this. And the socialistic takeover of the world is very scriptural. In many ways, stakeholder capitalism and ESG, 
The, these movements are simply different approaches to socialism. Instead of governments owning the factors of production and commanding the heights of the economy under a true socialistic definition, ESG and stakeholder capitalism use the regulatory state, regulations on businesses. You've heard about ESG, these environment, environmental socialist and governments under a um, BlackRock and different uh, things in these investment firms and their reporting methods. It's to control businesses for their own political and special interest ends. It's pushing socialism here in the United States. That's what those individuals in Davos, Switzerland are meeting to do, and they're not trying to hide it. We'll get much more deeper into this on the other side of the break. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. It's, it's really pretty plain to see what Klaus Schwab's goal really is. And I'll get to that in just a moment. I'm going to show you a clip because he's going to tell you, and I want, him, I want you to hear it from him personally. However, really quick, I've got a prophecy, coming up, prophecy conference coming up in Houston this weekend. I'll be at Pastor David Foss's church, Bethel Tabernacle, 1020 FM 1960 East, that's in Houston, and so um, the 21st, that's this Saturday from 6 to 8 p.m., I'll be doing the new Understanding the End Time lesson, bringing you up to date on everything, and then Sunday morning, the 22nd, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., we'll be doing Breaking Prophecy News. I'll just clip uh, article after article after article showing where we're at 
and some very, very important news that you need to know. So join me down in Houston for this conference, and uh, it, there's no charge. First come, you get the best seat, and uh, la a couple years ago we had this, and it was jam-packed. We've had them down there for years and years. We always have a great conference, so looking forward to seeing everybody in Houston this weekend. <coughs> now, you want to know what Klaus Schwab's goal is. It's to move the businesses and the economies away from stakeholder capitalism, which is where a, um, when, you, when you establish a business, let's say you bring on partners and you take all the risk. You build a factory, whatever your kind of business you're building, and then when it comes time to share the profits, you, the, the business owner, the one that took all the risk, and the, your, your shareholders, they're the ones that reap the benefits of that, right? Well, Klaus Schwab wants to move off of that because the government cannot control that. They want to control businesses. Because you remember socialism, the takeover of uh, the, the ownership of businesses and production by the government, right? By the state. Well, this is a different avenue of getting to socialism. This is called stakeholder capitalism, where the profits would be shared among the community and the government. Or... It's basically socialism. This is the goal of Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, everything else he does. But remember the term stakeholder capitalism. I'm going to show a video, and in the video, Klaus Schwab will tell you of the, of the 50 years that we've had the World Economic Forum. He wrote a book years ago, back I think in 1970, called Stakeholder Capitalism. And he says after 50 years, it's not all the Davos meetings and everything else that the World Economic Forum has done. He says, what I am most proud of is that stakeholder capitalism is becoming mainstream. He's pushing socialism, folks. Listen to Klaus Schwab in his own words. Thank you so much. And of course, it's the headquarters of the World Economic Forum, which is celebrating 50 years as its founder. What does that mean to you personally? It doesn't mean uh, celebrating uh, 50 years of Davos or of our existence. For me, it means to celebrate 50 years of the stakeholder concept, of stakeholder capitalism, because I wrote the book in 1970 and um, uh, conceptualized probably for the first time what we call today stakeholder capitalism. And I wanted to create a place where stakeholders could meet. And so that was the original idea of Davos. So I'm very pleased and happy that uh, we are not only celebrating 50 years, but we are celebrating now, finally, that um, stakeholder capitalism has become or is becoming mainstream. Well, thank you so much. So stakeholder capitalism is becoming mainstream. Over the last 50 years, that is what he is most proud of. That stakeholder capitalism or the move towards socialism is becoming mainstream. Now you know the reason for the Great Reset, for the World Economic Forum, for the uh, the Davos, Switzerland meetings, this World Economic Forum that's happening this week, where all the global elites are going over there. What is the real goal? Moving towards this socialistic concept of stakeholder capitalism. 
That's what they're trying to do here in America. That's what ESG is all about. Environmental, social, and governance. Fox News uh, reported an article uh, a while back, Joe Biden's disturbing connection to the socialist Great Reset movement. You say, well, this hasn't been around for a while. Listen, Klaus Schwab wrote a book on stakeholder capitalism back in 1970. But what do they need? They need crisis. They need something to get people of the world scared enough to where they will bow down to the edicts of this in the name of security. And so, Klaus Schwab, guess what? The pandemic came along and he writes a book, The Great Reset, COVID-19, The Great Reset. And he tells exactly what he wants to do. On the back of the book, it says, COVID-19, The Great Reset, is a guide for anyone who wants to understand how the novel coronavirus could cause so much disruption and suffering and what changes are needed to create a more inclusive, resilient, and sustainable world. When he's talking about a sustainable world, he's talking about world government. On page 114 in the book, you can read the book, he talks about global governance and that it's not really where we want it to be, but we can get it there. These people are all on the same page, everybody. The Great Reset, perhaps the biggest danger to capitalism and individual rights since the collapse of the Soviet Union, according to this Fox News article. What's the Great Reset? Well, simply put, now they won't tell you this, but simply put, it's a growing movement backed by many of the world's most powerful business leaders, governments, officials, and left-wing activists that aim to push the reset button on the global economy. It would destroy the current capitalist system and replace it with progressive and modern socialist systems with a special emphasis placed on the eco-socialist policies. They say every country from the United States to China must participate in this great reset. And every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. In short, they say we need a great reset of capitalism. Klaus Schwab wrote this. He's the head of the World Economic Forum and he wrote this in a uh, recent article for the World Economic Forum's website. So policy ideas offered by the Great Reset advocates include government provided basic incomes for people. You've heard about that happening out in California. Universal health care, massive tax increases, the Green New Deal. You hear about that? This is all their plan, folks, to do what? I told you in the beginning, to push their socialistic agenda throughout the world. You wonder what really is going on. Maybe these people really are trying to protect the world. Oh, no, they're not. They could care less about you. They could care less about me. All they're worried about is gaining control. You say, well, that's not socialism. Socialism's not really a bad thing anymore, Dave. Really. If you go to the Communist Party USA's party platform, they want to, in, they want to implement socialism here in America on the way to a higher phase, communism. They'll tell you. In their updated platform in 2019, the word socialism occurs in the party platform a hundred and I think 112 times. And the word communism's like 11 or 12 times. They're pushing socialism on the way to communism. But 
when you thought when they, when you hear the Davos meeting, you're a lot of people think, well, that's a good thing. They're trying to help us out. No, they're not. They want to control you. But the Associated Press has been running articles that said, well, this Davos meeting, uh, meeting there are a lot of conspiracy theories going on around the world. These are not conspiracy theories. What's going on with the World Economic Forum trying to push a socialistic agenda around the world? That's absolutely what's happening. Klaus Schwab, the, the World Economic Forum, the international figures like Prince Charles, they're currently leading these campaigns for the Great Reset and everything that that's all about. Biden has said we need to end the era of shareholder capitalism and move into a stakeholder capitalism situation. Our, you say the President of the United States, we're a capitalistic country, not if you're a socialist. Oh, did I say that on the radio? Come on, if you're a globalist, you got to be a socialist because the world government has, the, the United Nations, all of them, they've always been socialist. It's been socialistic from its inception, and I'll get into that later on. So a major part of the Great Reset proposal that would alter how companies are evaluated, elevating social justice causes and climate change concerns over po poverty, this is all part of it. Instead of worrying about profits, which is uh, uh, opponents of the shareholder capitalism, uh, argue companies should be forced to focus on stakeholders, stakeholder capitalism. Remember what Klaus Schwab said. I'm, I'm most proud that in 50 years this stakeholder concept is finally becoming mainstream, which is just another way of saying the collective, for the, for the common good. Klaus Schwab and other Great Reset leaders have been making arguments against the shareholder capitalism, which is what has made America the most prosperous and successful country ever in the history of the world in just the last short 200 and some years. Klaus Schwab has been pushing against that for literally decades now. It goes all the way back to when he wrote the book Stakeholder Capitalism in 1970. But only recently, spurred by concerns about climate change and wealth inequality, has it gained any traction. Any traction. Now they used COVID-19, the pandemic, to push it. Great Reset supporters have tried to promote their proposals as a new kind of capitalism because they call it stakeholder capitalism, but it has nothing to do with that. Sounds okay, right? Hey, it's got the word capitalism in it, but the truth is it's, a fun, it's, it's fundamentally a socialistic system because it would put the collective in control of, of most economic activity and impose a number of social justice reforms meant to rebalance economies and redistribute wealth around the world, which is the number one plank to socialism. These Great Reset supporters only use the word capitalism to make it more appealing to people in America and abroad who know that socialism has failed spectacularly in the past. The American Thinker uh, news source, wrote, uh, somebody wrote a great article in there, called Watch Out for the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum, headed by uh, Klaus Schwab, could be considered just another object of these conspiracy nuts, they say. But that would be a serious mistake. Klaus Schwab and his minions have been working for over 50 years. As far-fetched as it sounds, they're very near achieving 
these globalist fantasies. Now this is what's going on in Davos, Switzerland as we speak. These, pa- these people are laying out. I-, I saw one speech where a lady said that um, hate speech would become, uh, uh, many hate speech uh, would become law in America very soon, like it is in Europe and different places. We've got hate speech laws here now. In 1967, uh, German socialist agitator Rudy Dutschk, he building on Italian communist Antonio Gramsci's uh, cultural Marxism, coined the concept the long march through the institutions as a way for Marxists to capture Western societies without recourse to arms. And, and it called for socialists and their fellow travelers to infiltrate all of society's institutions. Uh, politics, have we seen that in America? Oh man, it's unbelievable. Education, entertainment, the church even, and the military. Well today, over 50 years later, we're seeing the inevitable result of that infiltration in the, the, the sexualization of our children, the, the refusal of attorney, the attorney generals at the state and city level to enforce the law, the mocking of traditional Judeo-Christian values in books, uh, movies, and TV shows. They're pushing things that are totally anti-Bible, anti-God. The destruction of capitalism by the this um, environmental, social, and governance, this ESG, and stakeholder capitalism takeover of the financial institutions of the West. You're seeing it with BlackRock is one of the main uh, investment firms pushing, pushing, pushing this. And of course, Larry Fink, the leader of BlackRock, he is at the World Economic Forum today. He's one of their champions. The undisguised support of media and big tech communications uh, tools like Twitter, uh, or I should say, um, now that it's been sold by uh, Elon, maybe that's out from under that, but uh, uh, Facebook or or Meta, Google, uh, for this socialist and globalist approach, they have an endless assault on our foundational values and principles like truth, honesty, freedom of speech, and property rights. And above all, in their frantic warnings of global apocalypse due to climate change, the totally fabricated, absolutely unscientific mania that requires us to give up fossil fuels as the lifeblood of society, which is complete absurdity, destroying the most prosperous economies of the world. You've seen what it's done to our economy. Selling our uh, strategic uh, strategic petroleum reserves. Our President of the United States is doing that. What are we doing? He's weakening America, weakening America, so we cannot impede the evil plans of this socialist takeover of the world. That's what's going on. It's going, as Kevin Freeman, the economic war room would say, according to plan. I tell you what, thank God we have hope in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in these end times. Without that, there would be no hope. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ part two, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME 
or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. You know, everybody, all of this climate change hysteria, which is an absolute hoax, by the way, and moving, up, moving us off of fossil fuels and things like that, which really run our country, basically, oil and gas and, and uh, all of the jobs that that produces, produces and the uh, pipelines and everything, these are all part of the effort by the World Economic Forum to destroy the one thing that stands in the way of their perverse globalist dreams and it's the, you know, once free constitutional republic of the United States of America. Just go to the World Economic Forum website and view their list of partners in their globalist schemes. That'll get your attention real, really quick. Almost every major world bank, most car manufacturers, Hewlett Packard, Apple, Walmart. I mean, it's like a who's who list of world manufacturers and retailers. And you need to see that list because you're buying their products. You're supporting this globalist scheme. And, you know, I, you say, well, I'm going to quit shopping at Walmart. I mean, you can't, you got to occupy till the Lord comes. But man, I mean, this, you know, somehow we got to turn the tide at some point. And I don't believe the United States is going to come fully into this regime. Even though it looks like that, we're headed right into it, but... Thankfully, there are still people in America that are fighting against this. We're resisting that, and hopefully we can get it turned around before soon uh, because I know that we'll stand with Israel against the world government in the end time. How we get to that point, we're still standing with Israel. However, it looks like a lot of this socialistic, uh, these socialistic uh, agendas are being pushed in America and um, you know if you know anything about America and what we stand for none of us like it right unless you're a globalist unless you're a socialist there are communists and socialists in America now it is worth noting that during the COVID pandemic Klaus Schwab suggested that the lockdown induced global recession presents an opportunity for the world economic forum elites to bring about a great great reset of the, it was of the planet's, you know, economic and social system. The three parts of the plan are governments promoting fair outcomes in the marketplace, 
channeling investments toward equality and sustainability efforts such as stakeholder capitalism and the ESG movement and using medical technology to address health and social challenges. Not free and open markets, i.e. capitalism, but fairer outcomes, equity, the, the enforced equal outcomes for all, regardless of individual effort or investment. You see, it's all about socialism. The government is saying, we know better than you do how to run a society, and so we will take from the haves and give it to the have-nots. You understand uh, Karl Marx's and Engels' Communist Manifesto? It was all about the haves and the have-nots, and that was the problem in society. So there needs to be a ruling elect that manages everything and brings everybody, makes them on an equal platform. But that's never been successful in any society ever, ever, ever. So in other words, the managed economy by the government that led, after 70 years of deprivation, suffering, and shortages to the collapse of the Soviet Union, is that what we want here in America? Absolutely not. The sustainability part of investments has been the World Economic Forum champion and BlackRock CEO Larry Fink. He uses the, the trillions under his control in his investment firm to force American companies to implement Schwab's stakeholder capitalism and ESG restrictions to damage the U.S. fossil fuel industry in the name of saving the climate, which is a complete hoax to begin with, folks. Aided, of course, by... I'm ashamed to say this, but the Biden administration. What has been happening in the United States the past two years is the result of that long march through the institutions that started decades ago. The World Economic Forum, in many ways, is near achieving many of its goals and at the expense of our freedom and prosperity. We don't want that here in America. That, that's why everybody needs to know the truth. President Biden and the Democrats are just the, the, um, the people that are being used who happen to be in charge at the moment. The World Economic Forum's plans so they can finally come to fruition. The rhinos, are, they're just as much to blame as the Democrats. You can't blame it all on the Democrats. I mean, honestly, it's not... Republicans, there are some good people that consider themselves Republic. Shouldn't say all the Republicans. But the people that are pushing the World Economic Forum's agendas, you know, that, that's pure socialism. And we don't want that. When they haven't actively cooperated with the globalist schemes, these rhinos and different people, they've stood by and done nothing to thwart their destruction of America's foundations, a, dis a destruction that we're now witnessing daily pretty much. Almost sounds prophetic, doesn't it? And this is one of the things that Kevin Freeman, who was over the economic war room, that he and I talked about on our interview that we had recently. I put it in our magazine because I thought everybody needs to know about this. That everything was going according to plan. They're pushing socialism and communism here in America. I, I think most Americans do not know or haven't paid attention to the fact that the Communist Party USA has been here since 1919. 
grooming politicians and teachers and school boards and different things to push these agendas and now it's shining like a big light bulb, a red light bulb in America. We don't want this, but this is a prophecy program and we look at everything through the eyes of Bible prophecy, right? So all of this sounds prophetic. Now I, I do not believe, I believe we can prove scripturally that the world, the uh, United States will stand against the world government uh, alongside Israel throughout the end time and that we will not become red. The Bible says in the end time, uh, and I'm going to get to this, but I'll tell you right up front. The Bible says in the end time that the Antichrist socialistic kingdom will be a red kingdom, socialistic, but the United States is not involved in that. So let, let, me, let me prove that. Let's talk about the socialistic kingdom of the Antichrist. You have heard it said that those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And I, I want, you're not going to hear about this in school. So I wanted to bring it up here and you can play it for whoever needs to hear it. But over the last century, socialism and communistic ideologies have killed approximately 100 million people. According to Bible prophecy, just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ in the Battle of Armageddon, this same revolutionary belief system will lead the world's, the, the worst time of persecution the world has ever known. So let's talk about socialism. We've all witnessed over the last several years the political successes of open socialist candidates in our government of the United States of America. And I, it's, it kind of boggles my mind because when I was a kid coming up, I understood the Cold War and I thought, there, there are no socialists here in America. But wow, have I been proven wrong. And, you know, why not? Socialism, hey, it sounds great, doesn't it? I mean, who wouldn't want Medicare for all, tuition-free public college, free health care, and government-guaranteed jobs, right? That's what we've all been waiting for, this great euphoric situation. These promises, among others, are going to miraculously turn the United States into this perfect utopian society, a community where, we, well, where all of us rely on big government to take care of our needs and which, as history records, creates perfect living conditions for the populace, leading to an all-encompassing state of this euphoria, right? No, that is absolutely wrong. Socialism would be the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to America. Number one, socialism always sounds great in the beginning. Free, I'll pay for your college. Free tuition. Free health care. However, true socialism is government ownership and administration of the means of production and the distribution of goods. So in other words, the, it is a government noose around the neck of a nation. And we're seeing that. ESG, um, the stakeholder capitalism principle. Joe Biden has said many times, we need to move away from shareholder capitalism and move on to a stakeholder situation. History records this hasn't worked out so well for any society ever. Let that sink in. For some of you young people, 
that are not being taught about the evils of socialism and communism in school, I hope you get this message. We would turn into Venezuela if socialism was implemented here. You say, but we'll get all of our stuff paid for. If the government can give you something and get you dependent upon them, they've got a noose around your neck and they can hang you with that. Okay? They've got control over you. The more they can give you and get you dependent upon them, the more control they have over you. People get these um, free health care and, and t free tuition and things like that. They get this, uh, it's just a, um, it's a mirage. It's just, hey, watch the guy with the green face right up in front of you, but don't look at the guy behind the curtain. Second, and really most important, according to Bible prophecy, we know that the Antichrist will rule over a socialistic, one-world governing body in the end time. I don't want America to be a part of that. So I don't want anything to do with socialism and communism. Now, it's, it's a very sobering thought, right? And, and something we must consider for the times just ahead. The historical accounts of socialism are horrific. However, the Bible's clear. Once the satanically inspired end-time world leader takes the reins of a socialistic world government, it will be worse than any empire or government that ever preceded it. And when that time comes, and it is coming, we will want a, will, I should say, will we want a government full of socialists in the United States of America? Socialism leads to communism. I think I mentioned this before, but I, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't think I need to spend much time here because history speaks for itself. However, judging by the political atmosphere in America, open, or should I say, open socialist elected to office even, I do think it bears mentioning, over time, socialism has become a not-so-scary word in America. People my age, 50 years and up, I, they don't want anything to do with socialism unless you're part of this globalist regime. But people my age, I know. I don't want socialism implemented here. I was taught about it in school. I don't want anything to do with it. Plus, I've learned a lot more about it since I got out of school. And you know, maybe it is the fact that we have had social programs for years and the sky hasn't fallen yet. Could it be that the Cold War ended, what, 30 plus years ago and we simply don't feel threatened by the red ideology anymore? Perhaps it is the simple fact that we have not educated the next generation on the horrors that socialism can lead, socialism can lead to. One of the things is that socialism is being pushed as a good thing in school. We certainly don't want that. Make sure your children understand what the truth is about some of these things, which these, these ideologies which would be horrific should they be implemented here in the United States of America. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Now, think about this, the dangers of socialism and communism not being a bad word in America. I don't want it here, and hopefully you don't either, because you talk about removing our way of life. I mean, I want to be able to function throughout the end time and to, um, to have freedom to preach and teach the gospel of the kingdom of God around the world. I've got to be able to fly to Israel many times throughout the end time, possibly spending months over there. Socialism would impede my ability to do that. You say, well, no, come on. There's socialistic principles implemented um, across the world, and those people can fly and have a good time and this, that. No, no, listen to me. According to the Communist Party plan USA, they want to implement socialism here on the way to a higher phase communism. It will not stop. Once the Antichrist gets control of the majority of the portions of the world, it's not going to work like that. So I want to stand alongside Israel. I want to come out from under socialism. I don't want to be, I don't want socialism implemented here. The United Nations, they can go to Europe or somewhere. I don't want them here. They're socialistic. The international community, totally socialistic. Don't want that. Now, with that said, and knowing what the Bible prophesies for the end time, I think we should all take a step back. Remember the dangers the full implementation of this ideology can lead to. Um, Marion Smith, he is the, um, was the executive director of the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation in Washington, D.C. In a magazine article some time back in Politico magazine, he said this, The Bolshevik Revolution in Russia showed the danger of combining socialist ideas with totalitarian violence which created modern totalitarian communism. It was Bolshevik leader Vladimir Lenin who expressed a, which I should say all these guys started as Democrat socialists, by the way. They didn't come in and say, hey, we're communists. They come in and said we're Democrat socialists. Have you heard anybody in America say they're Democratic socialist? But you thought, well, hey, he's a Democratic socialist. That may be all right. All of these uh, leaders in Russia they started out, Vladimir, uh, Lenin, Stalin, all those guys, they started out as Democrat Socialists. But it was Bolshevik leader Vladimir Lenin who expressed a, a sort of unifying theory, finally achieving Marx's goals. In he said, in striving for socialism, Lenin said in 1917, we are convinced it will develop into communism. And boy, did it ever. That's what they want to happen here in the United States. You've kind of been lulled to sleep by thinking, well, hey, we've got welfare and we've got this, that, and the other, and we're kind of lulled to sleep, and that hasn't destroyed America. So, uh, but look how dependent those people are on the government. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong because 
Um, it, it's a fine line you walk there because some people need help, and I, I believe in helping them. But you also should not rob from Peter to pay Paul. And so, uh, this, this is socialism. The result in more than 40 national experiments since then has been either totalitarian dictatorships or economic collapse, costing some hundred million lives before the communist experiment collapsed in Europe and the Soviet Union. But communism is not dead. They're just pushing socialism now on the way to a higher phase, communism. History has repeatedly shown that socialism leads to totalitarian regimes, economic collapse, and death. Now some might say, well, hey, but not in America, right? Well, again, I'm going back to that Communist Party USA program, the party program, back in 2005. The National Committee of the Communist Party USA approved the final text of its party program. And I want to I go through a, a few excerpts from that text which clearly reveals their intentions. And now I'm going to quote the struggles for the immediate demands and reforms needed by the working people today are essential steps towards our, the Communist Party USA, towards our ultimate goals of the revolutionary transformation of society and the economy towards socialism first and then communism. This is in their own words. I'm quoting here from the Communist Party platform. Communists advocate socialism as the first phase of a new stage of society. But we don't think that social and economic development will end at socialism. Now listen, did you hear what I just said? Economic development. What is Klaus Schwab trying to do? Oh, because of the COVID-19, we need a great reset. We need to, what's he most proud of? We need to move off of shareholder capitalism onto stakeholder capitalism. We've got to get in control of the economy and the businesses for the greater good, for the collective. So communists say, hey, we don't think that social and economic development, which is what Klaus Schwab is working on, will end in socialism. We think we see socialist society eventually leading to a higher phase, communism, where the capitalist class and all classes will have disappeared. We don't care if we call it stakeholder capitalism. That's just to sell what we're doing to the populace. But what we're pushing is socialism on the way to a higher phase, communism. But the Associated Press says, well, hold on a minute. What these people are doing at the, at the World Economic Forum, that's just uh, in Davos, Switzerland this week. That's the conspiracies about a world government and global governance. That's all just a conspiracy theory. However, if you look on page, I think it's one on page 114 in the book COVID-19, The Great Reset, from 114 over, think, I think maybe uh, probably, I don't know, six or eight pages, he's got a section in here on, imagine this, global governance. Now, these people, if you just study a little bit, you can find out what these people's goal is. This is the goal of the World Economic Forum. The party's role, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, let me go through a little bit more of the Communist Party USA, their platform. 
The Communist Party USA's role will include agitation and propaganda for a fully developed socialist society or stakeholder capitalism on the way to communism. So yes, Mr. Vladimir Lenin, history proves that you were correct in your assertion. In, in striving for socialism, he said, we are convinced it will develop into communism. And it has many times before, and according to Bible prophecy, it is about to happen again. Prophecies foretell the last human government on earth will be a socialistic communistic empire. The kingdom of the Antichrist, world government. So, Revelation 13, 1-8 describes the end time world government and its ruler as the beast, along with the spiritual being from which they derive their power. The, the understanding of this prophecy begins all the way back in the book of Daniel 7. In Daniel 7, the prophet Daniel was given a vision of four beasts that represented four kingdoms or nations, which would exist at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to understand that you understand how important these prophecies are for you to understand. When you're trying to explain all this to somebody, and they say, come on, this is all pie in the sky, the Bible's a myth. No, look at what's going on in the world right now. Daniel, if you go back there, the, the four beasts described in Daniel 7, 4 through 7, and the modern nations they symbolize are a lion with eagle's wings, Great Britain and the United States, a bear, uh, the bear is, is the modern nation of Russia, the four-headed leopard Germany, the ten-horned beast of the, uh, that would be the reborn Holy Roman Empire, or the current European Union. Revelation uses these same symbols of nations to describe the end-time world government. Back in John's account, the, uh, this would be Revelation 13. The four separate nations of Daniel 7 have federalized into one large global governing body. And the interpretation would go something like this. This would be Revelation 13, 1 and 2. John said, I stood, he's having a vision. I stood upon the sand of the sea, saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads, ten horns. Upon his horns, which would symbolize the European Union, was ten crowns. Upon his heads the name of blasphemy. The beast, not the four beasts like Daniel, but the beast, which I saw was like unto a leopard, Germany, feet is the feet of the bear, Russia, mouth is the mouth of the lion, Great Britain, and, it's, and the dragon, which is Satan, not China, gave it its seat, power, and great authority. That's Revelation 13, 1 and 2. So, the seven-headed, ten-horned beast is symbolic of the world government that is currently being established. Who's the ruler of that? It's going to be the, the Antichrist before it's all over with. Who's the dragon? Well, when you're referencing the end-time world government and its ruler, the Antichrist, Revelation states, and the dragon give him its seat, power, and great authority. There are two verses of Scripture which define the dragon. There are uh, Revelation 12, 9, and the, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, and he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And then Revelation 20, verse 2 says, And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, bound him a thousand years. So the dragon, get this, who is the mastermind behind the end time socialistic world government is Satan. You say, well, <clears throat> I thought you said Klaus Schwab was. There is many more institutions devoted to an end time world government than just the World Economic Forum. That's part of it. There's also the United Nations, the, the World Trade Organization, World Health Organization, 
International Monetary Fund, International Court, uh, the, just all of the, there are hundreds of institutions devoted to govern, not America, not Russia, but to govern the planet as a whole. And there are many ways, the Bible tells us that the, um, the, the kingdom, the final kingdom, this one world governing of the Antichrist, will be a socialistic kingdom. The Bible tells us that it is a red or a scarlet colored seven-headed ten-horned beast in Revelation 17, 3. So, before we get to the end time, or the, um, yeah, before we get to the end time, we're in the end time. Before we get to the end time show, let's say, let me summarize. <clears throat> the World Economic Forum that is being held, this, this uh, Davos, Switzerland meeting that's being held, I want you to understand, there are hundreds of articles out there, you can read all kinds of things, the, the climate change and ESG and everything they're trying to do. But, remember the video that I showed you, Klaus Schwab, in all the 50 plus years that they had the World Economic Forum, he is most proud. He wrote the book in 1970, Stakeholder Capitalism. And he told the lady in the video, he said, the thing I'm most proud of is that the stakeholder, the stakeholder concept is becoming mainstream. This um, working towards the good of the collective, the good of the community, which is all socialistic speak. That's what their driver here. You want to know what's going on over there? This behind the door meetings and everything. They're trying to put a noose around the populace of the world and these global elites run all of us. But they know they can't defeat America militarily, so they've got to defeat us economically first. Then once they get in control of the money, then they've got you, right? And so that's really what's going on. And it's all prophetic because there is the establishment of a socialistic world governing body coming before very long. I do not uh, believe the United States will be part of that. I believe we will stand according to the Bible against that with Israel all the way throughout the end time. How that comes to pass, I don't know the answer to that. But I do know that the prophecies always come to pass. And that's what we can take safety in and in the fact that we are serving our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.